Ozzy is the world. Hi everybody, Chris Gethard here. Welcome to another episode of New Jersey is the World, your weekly celebration of all things New Jersey, the state that I love, the state that I am in love with, this state that somehow, it, even for somebody who never shuts up about the place, I, I just last week had, had some moments where I, you know, I had to go into the city and then I'd come home and I was just feeling that euphoria when I crossed back into Jersey. Why do I ever leave? Even for a night. I love it. I love it. Thanks to everybody who supports the show. Thanks to everybody who's been buying some of our new t-shirts over at belowthecollar.com slash Chris Gethard. Thanks to everybody over on the Patreon. Uh, somebody at the Patreon let me know that the discount codes for those t-shirts it had expired. So I reactivated those. Thank you to our patrons. And I know uh, patrons, you might be wondering why nothing went up last week. We're going to hit you with multiple things this week, I promise. Um, falling behind a little bit on the recording schedule. What else is new? We always come through. We always come through. Okay. And that's, of course, over at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world. Now, this week's episode, we're welcoming back an old friend of the show. A lot of people really loved our first interview with the great Peter Genovese, who is, of course, a culture and food writer at nj.com slash the star ledger. And our first interview with him was after he had written this epic article that was the best thing about every town in New Jersey, like 500 and something towns. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to him. You're going to find the best thing. In there. And that, that interview was great. We hit it off. We realized that he is someone who not just writes a lot of stuff that inspired inspires us here at New Jersey is the world, but he fit, he fit. We've done live shows with him in Asbury Park where we made him do some ridiculous things. And we are so happy to welcome back the great Pete Genovese to the show, who, as always, has so much to say about Jersey. And specifically, it's a great episode for you as we're kicking off summer here, everybody, because Pete just published a new book called The Ultimate Guide to the Jersey Shore, Where to Eat, What to Do, and so much more. We talk a lot about the book, so you hear it. But I'm telling you, I'm not. I the the compliments I offer him in the interview. It's not just because I I like him and I know him and I respect him. Like it's not just because he's here and we got to glad hand things when people are present. The book is great. It really is great. It, it it's a deep dive look into all the different things you could be doing down the shore, and it's a great guidebook, and it's also got his personality in it. It's really, really good. And to, and to give you perspective, we've got my we got a little our our third bedroom upstairs in our house. The whole top floor is just this one little room that we use as our spare bedroom and my office. And um, it, this book is now proudly displayed on the nightstand. So when guests are here staying with us, that's the book that they will flip through when they fall asleep. That's the book I'm going to use to show off my home state to anybody who might crash with us this summer. And that lets you know exactly how high in esteem. I hold this book in, and of course, everybody knows what high esteem I hold Mr. Genovese in, the great Sir Peter Genovese of New Jersey. Enjoy it, everybody. Hi, everybody. Chris Gathard here, welcoming you to New Jersey is the world, and it's a great day. It's a great day today because we interviewed today's guest a while ago. We later did a live show in Asbury Park where we, he allowed us to knight him. Um, I sent him a very strange email. I said, you know, I've got this idea. 
can we knight you? I think you deserve to be knighted. He went, <laughs> all right, and rolled with it. Yeah, that, that was a great evening. It was very strange. Yeah, the video was great that the, that uh, your guy made. was The whole evening was, you know, with the, the, the witches and the... Yes, we had actual witches from Lunar Fair come and do a yeah. blessing. And it was, the whole thing was strange and delightful. Yes. And I'm happy he even talks to me again after I put him through <laughs> that. It's Sir Peter Genovese, everyone. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> How are you? Prince, Prince Pete. So I'm fine. It's, you know, summer, my favorite time of year. You can have your winters and even your uh, springs, because springs are can be pretty cold and rainy and snowy and all that. Just give me summer. Give me the 90-degree days. I'm a hot weather guy um, all the way. You know, I, I've never had – I don't have air. You know, it's kind of stuffy. To, I don't have air conditioner at my house. I've never – this is going to creep people out. I've never had air conditioner in any house I've lived in. Ever. Yes. I, I see that look on your face. No. That is ever shocking. Ever. And I've lived in, now I'm lucky. I'm, I'm living where I live now, Southern Ocean County. I'm kind of on the water. So there's usually a little gentle breeze, but 100 degrees is 100 degrees. You know, fans, that's what fans are for. Uh, I've never, I don't put it on in my car. I don't have it in my house. I have to say, yeah, I know. Weird. Well, I, and I mean, talk about weird New Jersey. There it is. You're you're the guy who used to ride around in the Munchmobile. That was kind of weird. You're the guy who. I mean, the first time we reached out, it was because I was so blown away that you did the list of the best thing about all 500 yeah. and something yeah. towns in New Jersey. Maybe the most extreme thing I've ever heard is actually that you have never owned an air yeah. conditioner. Well, that well, might be weirder to me than any of those. Yeah. But the Munchmobile, of course, I had to have the air conditioner on, but that, that was not my car. So, you know, yeah. I bend, bend the rules a little bit. Obviously, we'd have like seven people dead at the end of the, at the, end of the trip. Well, and, uh, so when you're driving around with a van full of people and you have forced them to eat Jimmy Buffs and Dickie D's back to back, you better at least cool them down afterwards. Yeah, yeah. but I just don't. Yeah, the heat doesn't. And, and that being said, I feel sorry for maybe my opinion would change if I lived in like Texas right now. Yeah, or much of the South because they're just getting extreme heat. You know, heat indexes like 120 in New Orleans yesterday. 120. Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever gotten that high. I mean, that's serious heat. And it's only June. So maybe, maybe I would run out to to to, to get an air conditioner if it was like that. But who knows? Man. Now speaking of hot weather, and speaking of your habit, I would say at this point habitual just taking really big swings on the projects you decide to dive into. You have a new book out and I love it. And I think it fits right into the mold. I'm holding my copy right here. Yes. The ultimate guide to the Jersey shore, where to eat, what to do, and so much more. And I have to say for all of our listeners who I think, you know, there was so much, there was such an outpouring of love when you've appeared on the show in the past, when you did our live show, I think our listeners really do vibe with you they see you as, uh, I would say for lovers of Jersey, you're a bit of a guru to many. Guru. Um, although that word has, a, so I, I, not that you're forcing us all to, you know, sit, sit on the floor and chant together, but there's a lot of love. <laughs> Scented candles and stuff. <laughs> exactly. No, that, that we'll leave that to the witches, our friends uh -huh. at Lunar Fair. This book I think is right on target for the type of sort of manic, encyclopedic big swing type of project you're known for. And I love it. I love the book so much. It is a big book. I mean, this is you know, almost 400 pages. It's, it's hefty. literally, yeah, it's, 
and I, I'm glad I came out in paperback so you can sort of like throw it on the front seat. If you spill a little ketchup on it, it's okay. You know, hardcovers, you're a little bit more protective. Uh, but it's twice as long as any other book I've done. You know, and kudos to Rutgers University Press, which has done most of my books, uh, for giving me that uh, length. You know, three, I forget the number of words, 100,000 words. All my other books were like in the 50,000 word range. This is 120,000. It's a really, and I, I could make it twice as long as if I, if I really wanted to. It's really, it's probably the most complete book I've done because everything is in it. Everything about the story, except one thing. Here's the one thing I missed. Golf courses. Oh, wow. <laughs> You might laugh. Yeah. But it was, it was, a little, I'm not a golfer. I haven't played in like 30 years, but you know, I list like all the miniature golf courses, all this, all the parks, all this and that. And I'm waiting for like the, the president of the New Jersey Golf Federation, if there is such a thing, to say, okay, I love this book, but there's no mention of golf courses. Well, miniature golf courses, don't they count? Everybody's always going to find a problem somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. But I, maybe I should have listed like the top 10 golf courses but again you have to draw the line somewhere you know there's other things that i didn't uh put in there so but yeah, for 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 someone who knows thinks they know the jersey shore i think it's eye-opening and for someone who just needs a, a guide who maybe from out of state or coming down for the day or has lived in north jersey all their lives and know nothing about the shore i think it's a great uh introduction uh a guide to what to do from for everywhere, you know, Sandy Hook to Cape May. I even covered the Raritan Bay Shore, Keensburg, uh, Union Beach. A lot of people don't consider that Jersey Shore, but I threw them in there uh, anyway. So it's really the entire Jersey Shore, you know, not just towns on the ocean. Some people have this idea you have to be on the ocean to be at the shore. Like, what? Where, where, are you from like Idaho or something? No, no way. No, yeah, as long as you know, Neptune is definitely, you know, Wall Township, definitely Jersey Shore, all the all these towns that are within reasonable distance of the ocean was my sort of guideline. It's it it is a hefty book and a great read. And I mean, even as a paperback, if you were to go explore the shore with this and let's say maybe some like, you know, drunk guy in a tank top flips out and attacks you at seaside you could knock him out with this book even in the even yes. in paperback form you could use this as yes. a weapon yes it's a serious yeah it's, it's a it's a hefty sturdy solid book um and you know i am a fan obviously um i i, I and again this is glowing and i know everybody's going to be like get their cool down but i do just want to say one of the things I'm most struck by that I want to give you a lot of credit on is you see books like this that are travel guides that list things by town with here's a few places to eat, here's a few things to do. You don't often see that style of writing with actual personality in it. Yes. And I think that that's something that really stands out. And the people who, uh, you know, have come to love your other books, the people who follow lists you put out at nj.com and, and the different angles you find to do stuff are going to, I think really be blown away by that. It's a, it's a book that as I've been going through it, I sit here and I go, this is a book that feels like a lot of other things I've read, but there's actual parts where I'm laughing or where I'm nodding in agreement and the personality shines through. And that's a feat. That's not an easy thing to do. So kudos to you for that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, a lot of travel, uh, let's, let's be real, a lot of travel guides read like uh, extended Wikipedia entries. I think I mentioned that yeah, in exactly. the intro. Yeah, you know, they're just, there's people who clearly, maybe they had some sort of firsthand experience with the places they're writing about, but they're clearly just taking stuff off the internet, you know, and, and just rewriting or just lifting it whole. Um, and it's probably a, a you know, a, an, a reason for those books or, or an outlet for those books. You know, people just want to sort of like the quick, you know, 
to the point, you know, should I go here? Should I go there? This restaurant, that restaurant, stay here. But this, as you said, there's a lot of personality. Here. There's a lot of opinion. You know, I've been like these restaurants, there are like 600 restaurants in this book. Maybe too many. <laughs> they should, probably should have just called it the restaurant guide to the Jersey shore, but I've been to pretty much every single one. Uh, and, 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 and the other thing I'll mention is that some of, you know, the book was written a year ago. So things get outdated fast. Uh, there, yeah. I can name uh, maybe a half dozen restaurants that are no longer open. That was just sort of unavoidable. Again, I wrote it, you know, the deadline was a year ago. So um, I'm waiting for a little blowback. You know, how come uh, Tuzio's, how come you have Tuzio's and Long Branch in there? They closed like eight months ago. Well, my deadline was a year ago. Sorry. <laughs> but I try to, uh, you know, again, I went up right against the deadline, tried to get in restaurants that I hadn't, hadn't been to, that I just had visited. Uh, restaurants that had just opened, you know, like David Burke's latest creation and so on. And, um, you know, did a lot of, you know, obviously drawn on my experience in NJ.com and kudos to them for sort of allowing me the, the latitude and the freedom to sort of hunt down my stories and wander around New Jersey, not just eating. People think I just, I'm just a food writer, but I do a lot of, you know, I'm do a lot of Jerseyana mm -hmm. stuff, uh, so I'm, I'm working on a story this afternoon, secret spots, 23 secret spots down the shore, you know, places you've never heard of. We bet you've never heard of. That's actually the headline. So, and it's hard. I've done that list for the last six, seven years, harder to, and harder to find secret spots or places that people haven't known about. I don't know about because a lot of the shore, you know, has been written about. I've written a, a gazillion stories about the shore, uh, two books now, uh, you know, even went to even spent, one day at the uh, New Jersey only legal nude beach. Believe me, which was uh, I think you got to do you've got to do a podcast from there somehow. Oh, we've talked a lot about it. Um, yeah, I've been Mike D has been. I've been a number of times. I, I uh, you've been there, Gunnison? Yeah. Oh, a number of times. Yeah. I've talked about it on the show before. Okay. I don't feel I. You know, I feel like there's people who go what, but I don't feel shame about it. I I went the first time with some friends many years ago kind of as a joke and we were all like tee hee let's see what this is about yeah. and then i was out there and i was like i as as a pasty irish catholic from essex county never have i liked the beach more than right there was something about it that clicked with me so i went i've gone back a number of times wow and uh not since my kid's been born because it starts to feel like yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bring a toddler to gunness in some people yeah. do yeah, I'm not mad about it. I'm not, I don't judge them, but just for me in my comfort zone, I go, there's conversations there that I think probably are for when he's at least a little older. Um, but yeah, I used to go once or twice a year for a few years there and you? I love it. And I, I did read oh. the Gunnison section. I did read your Gunnison section. I've seen, I, people, I, I, I've seen people get kicked out of Gunnison for hanky panky. Hanky panky as like sexual hanky panky. I think some people making out on the beach and you know, your body's a little too much. Like, come on. And your body reacts to making out. And I think yeah. some people turned around to the lifeguards and went, what the heck is going on? And they called in the Rangers and the Rangers came and dragged these people off. And it was very awkward for all of us. I have to tell you. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a place. So I've only gone there twice in my life, both for assignments. I swear once when I worked for the New Brunswick paper and then once for the ledger, but that story, so that story was almost 10 years ago. The, the ledger at j.com piece that gets views, it's a bunch of views every week. People are still finding it, digging it out. So I think it was just a good, you know, you are there kind of piece. 
And uh, I may have been the only, I mean, reporters had been there. I would question whether reporters who have gone there were in the altogether, did the, <clears throat> did the full Monty. I did. Yeah. I, I wore nothing but a smile and my notebook. Um, so I, I kind of doubt any reporter has done it the way I did it. And actually, so when I came back, when the story was about to be published, one of the uh, editors at the paper, whose name I won't mention, she asked me, Were, did you wear, uh, did you have your glasses on? I said, yeah. So then you weren't completely naked. Are you kidding me? Seriously? Was she kidding? Was she kidding? She was or? absolutely serious. Oh, so that means not... like a woman who wears earrings is not, and that's all she has on. It's not completely yeah. naked because she has earrings. She asked me, did you have glasses? Yes. Then you are completely naked. Because I said that in a story, something like, yeah, I was, you know, I wasn't wearing anything. Did you have your glasses on? Okay. Editors, what can I say? I have to say, and I feel like I'm talking to one of the only human beings on earth who will know exactly the vibe I'm talking about, but to me, one of the funniest places in New Jersey socially, because one thing, if you haven't been to Gunnison Beach that you won't know is it's a very long walk from the parking lot yes. to the shore. Very, yeah. very long walk. They make sure you're not going to accidentally stumble into this place. Now, when you come back, there's a little area with showers, changing rooms, both right. indoor and outdoor showers, and a couple food trucks. And I would argue that that little shower food truck area on the way back from Gunnison Beach to the parking lot might be the most socially uncomfortable place. Because <laughs> you just see at any given point, there's dozens of people dragging beach chairs. And you know you have to get clothed before you walk off the beach, but then everybody showers and you're kind of looking around and you're sort of like, I've seen everyone here naked within recent memory. And now we're all just kind of like, putting flip-flops on and schlepping back to our cars. And it's yeah. there are there's no other place like that I can think of in the entire state. Yeah, I think now when I was there, I don't think, I'm not sure the food truck is there anymore. It, it may be, but when I was there, it, it wasn't there. And uh, yeah, so the first time when I went, uh, when I did the story uh, visit uh, for the Home News, which was more than 20 years ago, uh, it was funny just walking up to the food truck and, you know, completely naked. And there's like, uh, she was in college, I guess. I mean, that that's, you just sort of have to forget that you're <laughs> naked and that you're at a nude beach. But I never forget this. So this woman, she, she saw, I had a, my notebook and I started talking to her and she said, Oh, please don't do a story at a speech. No one knows about it. Well, yeah, kind of everybody does. And but we have a motto here, get naked or get lost. And that was actually, we used that for the headline, and I think in both stories, get, which is a great line, get naked or get lost. It is the most New Jersey thing to say about a nude beach. Yeah. I bet there's not other nude beaches with that attitude. Yeah. And she looked me up and down. Like, okay, so I'm naked. And she looks at me head to toe, and she goes, this is your first time here, huh? Like, how do you know? Like, I wasn't, it's not like I was pasty white. You know, I had somewhat of a tan, you know, it's summertime. So I'm not sure how she guessed that it was my first time. There must have been some sort of secret <laughs> code there that I was emanating. <laughs> First time here, I see. Yes. Now, here's a question I have for you. Um, it, it, it applies very specifically to this book, but also, I think, to your output in general. Because as you said, I think you used the phrase a, a gazillion stories about the shore throughout your career. In New Jersey in general, yeah. In New Jersey in general. And now, some of the contents of the new book 
the ultimate guide to the Jersey Shore, where to eat, what to do, and so much more. Some of this is stuff you've written about, and I'm yeah. sure going through old notes and and you know putting a polish on it. But there's also nobody sits and writes a hundred and something thousand words without feeling some inspiration, some fire in the gut. Yeah, and I want to know how you keep finding that about the Jersey Shore in particular. Well, you know, I've lived here nearly half my life. That's part of it. You know, I'm not, I think it would have been a different tone probably, and it would have taken me longer to write if I lived in North Jersey uh, or, or more South Jersey or, you know, Camden, uh, Gloucester, whatever. I think that the book would definitely have t would have taken longer. And I'm, I'm not sure I would have had that sort of, as you mentioned, that sort of personal touch whatever you know this this guy you read you just skim through this book and you could say this guy knows sure this guy knows what he's talking about he's been there he's been there so you know again i've lived here half my life and i just wrote, 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 a, wrote a piece a week or two ago why the jersey shore matters to us you know and i said it's in our collective dna there's something about all that sky and sea and water that beckons uh, you know, and the, for people who live down here and, and me, I can't imagine them anywhere else. If someone offered me a, a, a house in Sussex County and Sussex County is beautiful or Huntington County, my favorite, probably my favorite County for free, I would turn it down. I want I want to live right here. I don't know where I'm at and pay my, pay my rent every month. Especially if they forced you to have air conditioning. Uh, you have to have the air conditioner on at all times. No, I mean, I've lived all over the state, you know, every county in, in central Jersey. I've never technically lived in North Jersey uh, or technically lived in South Jersey. You know, it's all been central Jersey, which does exist. You know, I, I you know. You set me straight on that last time. Oh, my God. The people are still the, the, the deniers. It's like the, the world is flat people. I'm convinced. It's just some of that. Well, people now ask me about it. And whenever people bring it up to me, I just quote you. And I say, well, Pete Genovese put me in my place so bad about it the first time we spoke that I just go by your definition, which I believe was Somerset, Hunterdon, every county that starts with M outside of Morris. Right. Exactly. That's exactly it. Now and, I just and, and Ocean, a good check. You know, I live in Southern Ocean. I, you know, I'm technically Central Jersey, but well, I'm Southern, Southern Ocean County. So it feels like South Jersey where I live, but I, you know, you have to sort of draw the line somewhere. You know, you can't say, okay, half of Ocean is central and the other half is 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 south you know you have to draw you know draw the line and people it just just gets me people up in clark or westfield oh we've always considered ourselves central jersey like what you're 30 miles from the new york state line just open a map open a jersey map you're 30 <laughs> miles from the new york state line and 140 miles from cape may and you're in central jersey that doesn't even doesn't make any sense 30 miles from the state line, 140 miles to Cape May, and you consider yourself Central Jersey. Okay, whatever. So much of it, I think also, well, there's a few things, right? There's other, there's a lot of people now who I think make a very valid argument of there's North, there's South, there's Central, and the shore is its, its own thing. Yeah, you could. There's, you could there's people who argue yeah. that very effectively. Yeah. And then I also think with some of this people claiming Central Jersey, uh, some of it, I think, also ties into the psychology of suburbanites' relationships with New Jersey cities. That mm. when people think North Jersey, they think Patterson, Newark, New York. People think South Jersey, they think associations with Camden 
and Philly. And there's some people who I think want to separate themselves from that, maybe psychologically, or even probably a lot of it, like many problems in society pushed by realtors, I would have to imagine too, at some point, oh, this is central Jersey. You're not North Jersey. You're in central Jersey. It's classier. It's more sedate. It's more laid back. Like some of that's probably just that type of gamesmanship that we all know too well once you live around here long enough. But I find most, most of the people who deny central Jersey are from North Jersey. I think the least South Jerseyans that I've run into, they do uh, accredit Central Jersey as a thing. You know, yeah. You know, you go to New Brunswick, that's Central Jersey. You're not going to call New Brunswick or Cranberry, North Jersey. They they seem to have their heads on straight, uh, as they do with the whole Taylor Ham and Pork Roll issue, Indeed. which we don't have to go into. When I got into Rutgers, I got to tell you, I went to Rutgers in New Brunswick, P, and I was aghast that I was going to school in South Jersey. As an Essex County guy, I was like, I'm going to spend four years in South Jersey. That was my view of it. And then I went and lived there for four years. Some of this with the North Jersey denialism of Central Jersey is because of something that I, I fall into, which is North Jerseyans have a complete blind spot. And I, I run... The New Jersey is the world podcast, and I will be the first to admit, Salem, Gloucester, Cumberland, I don't know a thing about them. Yeah, yeah. So when you don't know about a huge portion of South Jersey, the fact that Central Jersey feels different, you can just go, oh, it's all South Jersey. It's not. Like Cumberland, Salem, Gloucester, Gloucester in particular, I don't know a thing about. And let's be honest, North Jersey, anything about Cape May County that's not Cape May itself, we don't know a thing about that either. Yeah, yeah. Those are huge, huge stretches of South Jersey. And Atlantic too. And that's it. A lot of North Jerseyans, the only time they get below New Brunswick is going down to the shore or they're going down 95 to, to leave New Jersey on their way to wherever, Maryland, yeah. Delaware. Uh, so that that's a lot of it. You know, they're sort of a little insular, if that's the word. Uh, you know, not necessarily criticism. You know, you can't get to all this, the whole state all the time. Uh, but... Um, you know, and a good, a good, honest question is: Would I be going to Salem, Gloucester, and Cumberland if I wasn't writing <clears throat> writing about them? You know, maybe probably less. Yeah, I'd still go there just for the sake of discovery. But um, that's a big reason why I know those counties. I can mention restaurants and landmarks and attractions and all that because I'm writing about them. Yeah. Uh, so I so I sort of have a built-in advantage, is what I'm saying. They are proudly New Jersey's most mysterious counties. I feel like they yeah. probably enjoy that. Although here's another theory: since I have you here, and then I want to get back to the book. There's a game I want to play. I want to put you on the oh, spot a little oh bit. Boy. But here's a theory I'm developing. Uh, in the course of doing New Jersey as the world that I think you'd have some input on is I'm starting to suspect that Somerset County might be evil. And I want your opinions on that. <laughs> evil. Why? Let me ask, well, let me ask why first. Cause you got, okay, let's think. I used to live in Somerset, so I didn't, I didn't come, come across any evil, you know, evil tree, but uh, go ahead. Let me explain. Uh, let me explain. So you've mentioned Hunterdon. I think Hunterdon and Mercer, they have a vibe that is often forgotten. And you say, Hunter, you've said it on the show before, you've said it again today, Hunterdon is beautiful. That is such a wildly physically gorgeous to look at with cool towns dotting it, with a lot of these little, you know, little mini cities along rivers where there's Hamlet's. restaurants. Hamlet's. Gorgeous, right? Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. We all know that. And now here's the, here's what we know though is, the idea that you're going to live in a place like that and commute regularly to New York, that's not really fathomable. Somerset, 
Nobody talks about Somerset County. It is really forgotten, but you start driving through Somerset County. Man, is it gorgeous. I mean, if you want to see a beautiful drive in New Jersey that no one talks about, drive up along Ravine Lake off of 202. Absolutely gorgeous. And you got Far Hills and Bedminster and Peapack and Gladstone and these areas with these old school, like gilded age sort of mansions and like that sort of great Gatsby feeling of wealth (laughs) and and socializing. And yet they have that train line where they can get back and forth to New York in a day. And that's not an impediment. There's got to be evil happening in there. There's something evil about that. You're making quite a jump from like scenic beautiful to evil. (laughs) I'm not sure where that that connection is. I've never, you know, there are certainly any number of haunted spots, places that the weird New Jersey guys have pointed out. You can find that in any county, that those type of things, you know, the the ghosts and the goblins and whatever. But, you know, there's there's maybe Somerset does it because I get that every once in a while. Oh, you never pay attention to Somerset County. Well, yeah, read my stuff. You know, our lab, we did Best Bar Showdown, statewide Best Bar Showdown uh, a couple of years ago, and the winner was a bar in Somerset. I believe it was Verve, right? Because I've, I've performed Verve, comedy. Yeah, so, I performed comedy in their yeah. basement. Uh, oh, in their basement. They do stand-up shows in their basement. I'm not sure I've been in their basement. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, it's a cool place. And the upstairs, that upstairs little bar too. Really good. So they were at Somerset County. So they won, and, and they won other uh, place they're always on my list i never forget them but uh, somerset county somerset and i would say warren counties are the two maybe i get most heat from for allegedly not including them in my stories or my list i said my restaurant list and a lot of it in and in, in somerset i can answer easy back like I, I point them to this 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 and this where somerset's all over is on the list warren uh, and Sussex too, for that matter, uh, they have a valid point, at, uh, but I never get any, uh, I'm on Twitter, on Facebook, you know, give me recommendations and I never get any from Warren or Sussex ever. And then they come back to me when the story's out. Oh, you never, you, you always forget it. Well, next time pay attention. You know, I, Twitter's not a hard thing to follow. Facebook page. I asked, I met multiple asks, give me restaurants in Warren and Sussex I should go to. And nobody responds. So they're, I think, their own worst enemy. It's uh, it's interesting, but because I, I do feel like Warren County people, I can see it because I think in general, what's the dialogue? Warren and Sussex just get lumped together as one big thing, right? Uh, from a lot of outsiders, Warren and Sussex, those ones out there that's North Jersey, but when it becomes kind of mountainous, Warren and Sussex. So I can see the frustration. Somerset, it feels intentional to me. It feels intentional. Intentional that they're not re- disregarded. That it's off the grid. like yeah, Not by me, but again, you can speak for other people, but yeah. No, no, no. But I, I think you have something there. Yeah, because it's sort of like. I just, I just feel like they, they got a great thing going and some of the, some of the views and vistas, yeah. let alone there. And, and look, you know, I have a problem on the show where my co-host Bonaduce has pointed out to me. I am for a guy who went and made some money in entertainment. I am the I, I. It's been made clear to me. I'm hanging on to some weird West Orange Essex County class conflict thing. I'm hanging <laughs> on to it. I am, and it's a thing that exists in Essex County. You know, Essex County people, this constant sussing out each other in your station. I'm like, but these Somerset County people are living right and keeping it under the radar. And they're just at the edge where you could conceivably still commute to New York for business 
on a daily basis if you had to. Yeah. And man, is that place. If if I was doing it all over again, I might think of Somerset County as the move. move. That's the move. Because they got a lot of great stuff figured out. Even though it's evil. Oh, yeah. I have no problem okay. with evil. I'm probably evil <laughs> inside somewhere. I've got evil in me. Uh, I would just have to embrace my evil. Embrace and then, your evil. I think some of it, they, they get caught between like 100 Inn, which is, again, my the most beautiful county as far as I'm concerned. The sort of squeeze between 100 Inn and Middlesex. And Middlesex has New Brunswick and the big towns, Woodbridge, Edison. And then maybe they sort of get lost in there. You know, people think, oh, they don't have, okay, Somerville's a nice little town, but there's no like identity to Somerset. This, They're hiding in plain sight. They're hiding in plain sight is what they're doing. Yeah, what we said is, is absolutely uh, beautiful. And then said below Summers, uh, Somerville, you know, the, well, Manville has kind of been built over. It's not recognizable anymore. But, you know, you go into like Franklin Township and, the, you know, the towns, Millstone, these cute, cute Millstone. as a towns. Beautiful. Uh, you know, and Franklin's got a lot of open space. Griggs, um, you start to get towards is Grigstown there. You start to get towards these places yeah, yeah. where it's like that's a name that's a name yeah, you've heard. The DNR Grigstown, but it's a real place. DNR Canal, yeah, it's very pretty, pretty down there. It's not all just Northern Somerset that has the, oh yeah the cute factor. You know the Southern uh, oh yeah Somerset does too, and it's a big county. You know it's it's you know it's not as nowhere as populous as oh it's fairly populous, but not as much as Middlesex or uh, Monmouth. But it's a it's a huge county. It's sprawls. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now, let's get back to the book. Yeah. I wanna I wanna um how mad will you be at me? I mean, because I feel like if you didn't get mad at me for bringing you to Asbury Park and letting witches bless you while men dressed as knights got in a fist fight. The only got a the only part of it was uncomfortable was the bee the bee uh the whole bee thing. Uh, the honeycomb? Yeah. Like I've never t- had, and it was like the whole thing in my mouth. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get whatever. Yeah, I got you some honeycomb at Whiteman Farms on Route 202. I mentioned that before. Yeah, Whiteman Farms. Yeah, no, it was kind of cool, but it was like, yeah. what is he trying to do to me? But I was shocked at that because I'm, I was like shocked you haven't had a list of the 175 best honeycombs <laughs> in New Jersey. I love home. honey. I put it you know? in time. But you'd never had honeycomb before that moment. Not in that form. Not like a big whole chunk of it. Yeah. You know, maybe I licked it at some point at a farm, but yeah, it was definitely a, a novel experience. But again, I love honey. Let the record show I love honey. And here's a story pitch for you. There's, there are a lot of areas of the state now where people are hanging on to farm tax abatements, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a few ways that they do it is sometimes you'll see people with far, you know, roadside stands, take your own eggs, leave the money in the cash. Well, that qualifies as a farm or firewood for sale at the edge of the property. Just leave the money farm, right? And some of these people do consider themselves farming. Some of these people, it's a tax thing of you get to have a huge amount of land and you sell a certain amount of Christmas trees that you grew on that land, farm taxes. But there's honey, Pete, and I, I could see that. Here's some of the best homegrown honey that we have found all over this state. These people who put out jars of honey at their front stoop and say, leave 10 bucks in this cash box. And they don't even, I mean, I'm not telling you to go steal honey, but this is about qualifying as a farm, I think, in a lot of these places. They have story pitch. Honey's definitely not had its due. I'm not sure we've ever done a story on honey. Make Schneider do it. Let's the ten best, the ten best honeys in New Jersey ranked. Make Schneider do it. Make him go find all these homegrown honey places. This kid and look, I'm friends with Jeremy at this point. 
He's hanging out in Jersey City too much yeah, for these yeah, stories. We yeah. gotta get him. Let's get him out pounding the yeah, pavement yeah. again, please. Putting yeah. in the work. He's doing something on the shore, so I'm not sure why. Because he asked people on Twitter the other day, "Tell me where to eat." So I'm not sure what he's what he's doing. But you know, you know, he, he he's just really busy. They 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 just throw assignments at him left and right. Oh, he's doing yeah. great stuff. I I I kid because I love, and he knows that. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's a personality. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Uh, Actually, I was talking about my, uh, my Jeep was in the in the dealer uh, yesterday. Not not because I needed rims, but um, the which was the issue the first time when we talked. Uh, but I want to do a video, and our video team is is happy with this. I want to do a video. So I drive a stick shift. I've tr- pretty much driven stick shifts most of my life. My my Wrangler is, is stick. I want to do a video for MJ.com, Me teaching someone who's never driven a stick in their lives, how to drive a stick. That would be, and I'm, I'm going to ask Jeremy. Gonna, I've never driven stick in my life. You haven't? I've never driven stick in my life. Ooh, I'm going to ask Jeremy because he, because, you know, it, it would have, I think the first thought was having some, one of our reporters uh, do it, somebody, uh, whatever. So I'm going to email, actually, I'm going to email Jeremy because he would have fun with it. Make him go right onto the parkway day one. No, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay in the company parking lot. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm going to email him actually uh, later and ask him if he's ever driven a stick, and if he has it, I'm going to I'm going to sign him up because that could be very funny. I think so. Uh, you know, no you do. Ever, it, he's going to listen to this, so he'll hear it. But what you should do is you should tell him the story is: in one day, I'm going to get you from the parking lot to Route 22 in Springfield. <laughs> on a st- you're going to be dro- we're going to drive Route 22 from Union to Springfield by the end of your first day, no. and just have him panicking and sweating through his clothes until yeah. you tell him, no, that's foolish and dangerous. And we, yeah, I'll, yeah, that. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll do exactly that. Cause we'll, you will never, he will never <laughs> in, in the same day, uh, I'll let him drive my Jeep. Onto, I'm not even caring about his life. I'm caring about my Jeep. Yes. And I'm glad he's going <laughs> to be so happy too. to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. It's never about your life. Schneider. It was about the Jeep. It's 22 is the ultimate. That's the ultimate. They should have like all driving tests on 22. You know, it stretches to oh, like Hillside, geez. Springfield Union. Yeah. Because if you can drive that, that stretch of highway, you can drive anywhere. Yeah, believe me. I never, ever forgot the first time I drove out there by myself as a kid. I went to a Kinko's, I think, in Springfield. And at one point, I was so scared. I wound up driving over a, like, over a curb, dividing two <laughs> parking lots rather than getting back on the highway because I realized there was a way to sneak out the back yeah. somehow. And I was so terrified yeah. by the experience. Now- Want to get back to your guide? Back to the book. The ultimate guide to the Jersey Shore. Because if you and I go off on tangents, it could be a six-hour long episode. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to I play a little game. If it's okay with yeah. you. And I hate when people do stuff like this to me. I'm going to just open to a random page. And I want I want people to get a sense of what the book is. I'm going to open to a random page. Name what town we're on. And maybe we'll see if you can remember something from that town off the top of your head. And if not. Okay, now I have the book in front of me. But I promise not to open to that page. Beautiful. Yeah. And then, and if you go, you got me, I'm blanking on this one, then I'll just give a little sample from the page I'm on so people can get a sense of the type of stuff that you're breaking down. Okay. Yeah, I like this game. Okay, I'm going to randomly open up. Uh, Oh, it looks like we landed on uh, page 197. Lacey includes Forked River. Lacey includes Forked River. And I think I'm pronouncing that correct. Forked River, yep. Uh, Anything you remember off the top of your head about the Lacey Forked River section of this uh, book? First of all, my favorite bagel... A shop down the shore is in Forked River. 
which is part of Lacey. So that's uh, JT's Bagel Hut. You'll see a little uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Popcorn Park, which is the first animal refuge in New Jersey. It's in Lacey. You're a machine. Please. Well, it's also fairly close to where I live. So that's, that, that, you know, it's, again, my JT's Bagel Shop, absolute best bagels down the shore. I want to my opinion, to give a sense of what people will get when they get this book. So I open to this section and it gives a quick fact about the town. Oh, it gives the town website in case people want to go find it themselves. Gives one thing that I really love is you give a quote from the WPA guys yes. that were put out yeah, by that the was, day. That was kind of a little inspired because yeah, I had the book and I'm like, How can I can I get this into the Jersey Shore book somehow? And a lot of them, there was some of those little snippets were priceless. You know, they they were sort of tongue almost tongue in cheek, but they meant them seriously. You know, the whole thing about uh, Long uh, Long Branch having the first gigolos in the country, like find this stuff and they were they weren't like they were escorts they were they would accompany women usually wealthy women coming down for the day from new york or whatever and they would sort of just be company with them it didn't go as far as i know it didn't go beyond that but they called them gigolos so yeah long bridge apparently had the first gigolos in the country I who knew love it love it love it so yeah with this one you get a quick fact you get the wpa guide snippet you get Six recommendations on where to eat, JT's Bagel Hut among them. You get a, a recommendation on where to stay, and you get the recommendation for Popcorn Park. Boom. And now you know what you need to know about Lacey and Forkyard River, and all of it laced with your personality, which I love. So I feel like people are going to get a sense of that, and uh, and it gives you an idea of what the book is. And it's 100,000 words of this. And then spread throughout. 20,000. 120,000 and also spread throughout the last 20 was a push a number of like (laughs) mini featurettes and lists and stuff to break up that format okay i'm gonna and every town is included there's not one town although i kept after the book uh, after i was done with the book i kept waiting for somebody when the book came out somebody saying oh you forgot i'm like oh my god how did i forget but i'm I'm 99.9% 99.9% sure every town on the Jersey Shore, again, within reasonable distance of the ocean, is in the book. I, and there are restaurant recommendations for pretty much everybody except it's, Interlochen, which doesn't have a restaurant. You know, Interlochen, uh, Allenhurst, it's in that whole strip. <laughs> Park does not have a restaurant. And I say that there's no restaurant recommendations for Interlochen because there are no restaurants in Interlochen. An amazing reason kind of to not have recommendations. I've landed on page 101, which first of all has a great picture of an old school civil defense siren sign. Oh, right. That's the... Um, uh, that you found in Wall. Right. Info age in Wall. Old... Old school, old school, but it also is the beginning of your section on Spring Lake. Anything come to mind off the top of your head that you know you recommended from Spring Lake? Well, for you know, for the uh, a lot of people don't realize it's the longest non-commercial boardwalk on the shore. It's like well, I forget the exact mile. It's over, it's over two miles. So there's nothing. There's no stands. There's no bad boardwalk pizza stand or whatever lemonade. Uh, and Spring Lake, yeah, some of my favorite eateries are there. Uh, the Donut Place. Um, uh, what should we call it? Nick and Nick and Sons, uh, the bakery. Nick and Sons, Dune Donuts and Bagels. Dune Donuts. Uh, you know, and just that whole downtown is, and there's no meters unless they installed them like in the last couple of weeks. No freaking parking meters. Like, what other prosperous Jersey Shore town doesn't have uh, parking meters? They don't. You know, they have, you have, you know, you have the two hour limit. You know, I'm sure they have cops strolling through to, to check and make sure you're not parking there all day but no meters in down, downtown it's just a very you know cute main street uh, american main street 
the, the Whispers is, is the uh, restaurant there, very big, stately. I won't call it McMansions because to me, McMansions are sort of ugly new homes. You know, the, the homes in Spring Lake and a lot of the other towns on that stretch, they're, they're older homes. They date back to even colonial times or shortly after these big, beautiful homes with a big porch. You know, the porch is size of most small towns. Uh, so I would never call them McMansions. Again, McMansions are new, usually pretty uh, awful looking or just standardized looking, maybe is the word. Uh, cranked off on some assembly line, uh, McMansion assembly line. But the homes in Spring Lake and, and a lot of these other t- Jersey Shore towns are just, you know, they're, they're just really beautiful. I wish I owned one. You know, if somebody offered me one next week, I would probably, I would move because I'd still be at the Jersey Shore. So, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, would keep yeah. you in your preferred zone. I also want to call, uh, something I just learned due to your recommendations in here, that Spring Lake also has a, I love a good pun. They've got the scone pony where you can get scones. Yes. Yes. As well as Thunder Road Books, another Springsteen related reference, all in one town. All in one yeah, town. I, wanna, I actually have some Thunder Road Books uh, website yesterday. I wanted to see if they mentioned my books. I'm going to have to, you know, when, when you do a book, and it's not a put down of university presses or even most presses, I mean, publishing is a freaking tough business unless your name is to get into or to be successful at, unless your name is Stephen King or John Grisham or whatever. Uh, but so the point is, so university press or a lot of these small presses, you have to do your own publicity. Yeah. They're, they're not going to do a campaign for you, uh, you know, book you into bookstores. Uh, you're going to have to do that yourself. So I'm going to hit up Thunder Road Books and a lot of the independent uh, bookstores along the shore and say, hey, my book is out. You really should have me in to, you know, buy five of them or whatever. And I'll come in for a signing. You know, people kind of sort of know who I am. So it's not like you're, you're bringing in some totally unknown quantity. So I think, you know, an event would draw some people. Uh, so I've got to hit, yeah, like I said, I got to hit up Thunder Road. But, you know, book signings, there's a story everywhere was, maybe in the Times a couple of weeks ago, about book signings. And most of them, authors, even some well-known authors just cringe when they're, when they are, when they're given these because people don't show up or they show up for the wrong reasons or they think you're somebody else or, or you know, they come in with, you know, they come with somebody else's book. Can you sign this book? Like, no. Uh, I've, I've written a f- I, 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 I'm just a hustler. Like I find opportunities and go where there are. So I'm a comedian actor, but I have written a few books and I've done book signings yeah. where no one showed up. And it was in stretches of life where I was doing well, where I was like a known comedian and a person who had been on TV and just sometimes they don't put up a poster or tell anybody about it and no one shows up and it's, it's pretty hard. Depressing. Yeah, I did my, my Route 1 book, uh, uh, Great American Road, uh, US 1, Maine, Florida. Uh, so I did book signings down in uh, Miami and one, I showed up at this big, I think it was a Borders, who I love, you know, not around anymore. Uh, so I show up and I find their promotion person. I said, I have your... Uh, I'm supposed to be here at a signing. So we have no record of this. I'm like what? <sighs> just, fortunately, I didn't drive all the way down <sighs> to Miami just for the signing. That other thing. So, but it, there's, and it was just a uh, case of the promotion person at, at Rutgers. Just they, they weren't in touch somehow. You know, they had this all put a schedule. I did other signings down, like a couple in the Keys, maybe Lauderdale. I did actually a good one in Boca Raton, of all places. Uh, it was a packed house. I, I might have sold like two books. I don't three books. I don't mm-hmm, know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Memory is not clear, but it, 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 every seat was filled. So that so that sort of balanced uh, that out a little bit. My big um, 
my big appearance uh, was at uh, the 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 bookstore in Ridgewood. Bookends is it? They really would not. They always have high profile authors come in because they're close to New York. You know, they can just schlep over. And so yeah, they have these yeah. high, really known authors come in for book signing. So they booked me in. I forget what book. Might have been the first Jersey Shore book. I go, what does it happen that day? It's a blizzard. That's a freaking question. I drive go. up. There and you go. It was, I don't, I'm not even sure the store, I think the store was open, but clearly no one was going to show up for <laughs> Pete for, for Jack Nicholson. The they wouldn't have shown up in the middle of the blizzard. Yeah. So that was, yeah. that was my big sort of bookstore appearance claim to fame. And it was shot down. I think I've discovered, I've landed on page 214. You're not peeking. I'm watching you in the video. No, no, no. I think this Actually, is I'm right, here, I'm right here on page 204, 205 at Eagleswood. Okay, yeah, uh, don't no, skip ahead because I think this is our first difficult one where I might stump you on your own book because this difficult. Well, huh? this only has one place to eat and okay. two recommended can't miss events. Oh, and that's it. Do you remember anything you wrote about Port Republic? Oh, Port, oh please, Port Republic, <laughs> dude. I so I did this list uh, a couple years ago and we've we've uh, put it up every year since the best uh, twenty five best Jersey Shore towns ranked. And who was number one? Port Republic, a town no one's heard of. Oh, no, no one's heard of this town. No. There's people in Ocean County. It's actually in Absolutely uh, not. technically in uh, Atlantic, uh, but it's, you know, it's between, it's uh, a little bit north of uh, Smithville. You see, if you're driving down the parkway, milepost 50, you look off to your left, there's a whole collection of like modest homes and even shacks. That's Port Republic. And, and it's, it's the most scenic part of the parkway as far as I'm concerned, 172 mile parkway. This is the most scenic spot on the parkway when you're crossing the Mars River uh, over uh, the parkway over the Mars River. Again, mile plus 50. Going southbound, look to the left, Port Republic. Uh, so Maxwell's. Nailed it. So Max, Max, Maxwell Seafood, right? Maxwell Shellfish, and that's what you recommended. Shellf shellfish, right. And the day they have a, uh, like a Patriots 4th of July sort of something going on there. Flag Day. The Port Day Parade and Community yeah, that's Day? What, that's, what I, uh, that's what I meant. Yeah, but it's just as great. And again, number one on my list. And when that list came out, people were like, Port Republic. I'd never heard of it. Listen. And and again, it's it's, it's like blink, blink once and you drive right by it. Maybe a thousand people live there at most. And it's just all these modest, no McMansions, all these modest little homes on their little lots, you know, well manicured lots. And there's the center of town, there's a big park, and there's a church, and the and the, the lake there. It's just a place you just pull in and just you can have that whole park to yourself pretty much any day. All the times I've been there, no, I've been the only one there. So yeah, Port Republic. I know this is my North Jersey, Essex County ignorance in play. I know this is why people get mad at me. But if you're describing a town and saying, oh, yeah, it's a little bit north of Smithville, as an Essex County guy, my instant reaction what's, is, what's, wait, what the yeah, fuck is Smithville? Yeah, yeah. What's Smithville? Like, that's the landmark? That's the bigger town you're giving me as the yeah. guidepost, Smithville? Oh, north of Atlantic City. There you, you go. Know, that's, that's, there you that's, go. That's, that's, you know, in between Atlantic City and LBI. Uh, but Smithville, is, and uh, you know, people in South Jersey know it. You know, it's, it's not... Uh, undiscovered but it's just this great little scenic town sort of split in two parts by the lake and there's always ducks flitting around and a lot of cute shops there's no chain anything all these sort of cute arts and craft shop my favorite shop down there is a place called uh, underground sort of they do a lot of like punk uh themed clothes and attire and accessories and my favorite shirt 
uh, my favorite shirt is from I bought from them. It's a map of New Jersey, and it says, "We don't like you either." It is pictured in this book. Is, it's uh, photograph is pictured in this book. This, exactly. It's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's from Underground. It's just a neat shop, and uh, so I did a ranking of. Uh, I do these crazy like supermarket showdown so i pick i sample like all the ice creams and all the pastas and all the pasta sauces all the snacks and rank them so i did one for peanut butter uh earlier this year sampled mm -hmm. i mean peanut butter 70 i think th i think 35 40 brands two of each it was very scientific i don't this i don't do this willy-nilly put them on you know took, took the peanut butter straight out of the jar and then uh on white bread and so I tried them two different ways, and then then I ranked them. You know, I put like I said, two brands from each, uh, two kinds from each brand, so they were sort of judged together. So the upshot of how this pertains to Smithville, the number one peanut butter in my ranking was the uh, Smithville was the um, Kate May, is the Kate May Peanut Butter Company, which is in Kate May and Smithville. So you can go to Smithville and get New Jersey's best peanut butter. They're butter, they're butterscotch. There you go. I'm not. I don't eat peanut butter a lot. You know, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches as a kid. That's sort of where it all ended, began and ended. Sure. But that peanut butter was awesome. If you're down to Smithville, you know, a little North Atlantic City, you can visit Poor Republic at the same time. Uh, you got to stop at the peanut butter place and and underground. I think you'd love uh, the underground store. I'll check it out. Can't wait. To, I have heard of Smithville. I've just never considered it a landmark. Before. And if you want to go down, they probably have the best outside of Storybrook Land in uh, Egg Harbor. They probably have the best holiday light display in New Jersey. Look it up later, and you, you'll see videos of it. It's just, you know, it's, it's okay uh, over the lake. Yeah. You know, it's very, the town is picturesque to begin with, but they do this holiday light display. Again, the two best in New Jersey, Storybrooke Land and, uh, and Smithville, not far from each other, actually. Get hit them both on the same night. I'm I'm pretty intent on trying to stump you with your own book, although it's proving impossible. I've uh, we're gonna do one more. I've landed on page three three thirty nine. Don't ooh, skip ahead, sir. Wait, no, the book hasn't moved. We have found a town that is small enough that it takes up merely about two thirds of one page. You list one recommended place to eat and one thing that's fun to do for kids. Do you remember either of the things you recommended? It's, about it's, so it's, West, it's in West Wild. I was just going to say, it's, yeah, it's obviously West Wildwood. Uh, <laughs> West Side Saloon. Yeah, I, as soon as you started to say, you know, it was back in the book, so it had to be Cayman County, first of all. Absolute machine. Yeah. Uh, West Side Saloon, there's the Bedrock, Bedrock Golf. God. Damn it! I, you are. It's. <laughs> well, I wrote the book. I should remember. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, I think I'm passing the. Uh, of course. Senior citizen memory test. If I can, you know, it hasn't been shot yet. <laughs> so that uh, my faculties are working at least for the time. You know, interview me a couple months from now. You're faster than Google. <laughs> Not only are you passing the senior citizen memory test, you're you're like the proof that maybe AI isn't going to take over humanity. Yeah, chat box, please. Yeah. I'm, 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 one thing I'm never going to do, like one of these, so it's been sort of like the cute thing to do. Reporters have the conversation, you know, give me restaurants down the shore and you get engaged in a car. I will never do that unless they, unless they demand that I do that. I will never do that because it's just, it's just stupid. I mean, just look at the answers you get. They're so, you know, formulaic or, or whatever, rote. Uh, but yeah, what's, what's wild, which is the unknown Wildwood, you know, Wildwood, Wildwood Crest, North Wildwood, they get all the attention. And uh, there are three of the five free ocean beaches in New Jersey, along with along with Strathmere and Atlantic City. A lot of people don't realize Atlantic City is a free beach. Right. You, know, you think Atlantic City, you know, it's all about making money. That beach is free. It's always been free. Yeah. 
I, I've, uh, I mean, uh, we could. But West Wildwood doesn't have a beach, so they can't. There's no free there. They have this sort of the parts of the bay. But the Westside Saloon, it might be the narrowest bar in New Jersey. It's like it's like this wide at one end. It's like this, and then it sort of tapers out. It's a very strange place uh, and bedrock off. And but it's just worth visiting just for uh, to say that you've been in a Wildwood that no one's ever heard of, pretty much, unless you live in Wildwood. You have once again. Every time you've appeared with us, both on the show and at live events, your knowledge is unquestionable. You have a great sense of humor about it. You have dealt with me uh, kindly and gracefully, even though I constantly throw nonsense at you. And this book is a further extension of all the things I love about what you do for our state. It is, of course, the ultimate guide to the Jersey Shore, where to eat, what to do, and so much more. I also want to, on a personal note, say... um, you know, full disclosure, uh, you did reach out to me. I have a quote on the jacket, yeah. and I can tell you. The best jacket blurb ever. And I'm not saying that just because you're here, but that is, can well, I read I mean it? it? Can I read it or you want to read it? I would be on whatever yeah, so, you yeah, want. So there are three, what, what they call blurbs. They're like uh, other authors sort of chiming in on your book. Um, and uh, a Pearl, who had the New Jersey uh NJGov Twitter account, so she said something. Uh, but yours is, here it is, Pete Genovese is the person whose opinions I trust most on all things regarding my home state. And I'm from New Jersey. I trust no one. That's a great freaking quote. There you go. That's like the best part of it. I have to. Because it gets the attitude. I got to tell you, I'm the, you know, yeah. There, I tried to, tried to do right by you and tried to go from the heart. And I have to say, too, I'm a bit of a weird guy because... I have been able to do some cool things in my life and career and been uh, in movies and things. And I really, I, I look at those, I go, yep, it's a job. It's a gig. I appreciate when I get the work, I go for it. And people sometimes want to hear stories about that. I go, for me, the fact that my name <laughs> is on the back of one of your books is a high point of pride. And like, to me, that's bragging rights. And that's a cool thing to talk about way more than any of that, that nonsense. So uh, thank you for even allowing my name to sully the jacket. Yeah, you were, the, you were the fr- literally the first person I thought of. You know, we got to get oh, some people that so kind uh, names that people would recognize. Um, and my fear when I got the, you know, I just got the book maybe a month or so, my, my copies, uh, my fear was like, oh God, did I spell everyone's name right in the blurbs? That's that's the first thing. Because you know, once it's there, yeah. you can't revert, reverse it. You know, it's, it's misspelled forever. And, you know, just the intro, I, I, making, I did yeah, once. making sure like the intro was, you know, I just sort of went through the whole, I mean, I went through in the copy editing stage, people don't realize, especially when you're dealing with nonfiction and a lot of facts and websites and phone numbers. I went through this book so many times in the copy editing stage and still like, I don't know, the 10th time through it, still picking up mistakes. Like, how did I, and then the, co- yeah. and, uh, the, the, the people who did the, uh, but the, who published the book, they came up with a couple things. I'm like, God, thank you very much. I missed that. How did I miss that? I'm a reporter. I've been an editor for a long time. How did I miss that? Thank you for picking that up. So they were great at their end too. So this just, and I'm sure, I mean, you can go to the book. There are probably a couple of mistakes. My, my funniest memory, I forget what book it was, um, but it was at a bookstore signing. Might have been the diner, one of my early books, Diner Book, the, the first Jersey Shore book. A woman came up to me and she held a copy of the book in my hand. She said, I found one mistake in your book. I said, Really? <laughs> one? 
<laughs> like, that's that's it. Beautiful moment. <laughs> I, I, there are like millions of authors around the world who would be happy to hear that there was a nonfiction, of course, that there was just one mistake in their book. Love it. You, you made the trip all the way up to this bookstore just to tell me there was one mistake in the book. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. I remember when I got hired at Weird New Jersey and I was their only employee at the time. I think I was the second person they'd ever hired at all. And I was the first full-time employee when I was a kid. And I remember saying to them, I was like, "Did you? does anyone ever point it out the typo in issue 10? <laughs> and they go, what? And I go, it's my favorite typo I've ever seen where they had done an article on uh, Zip the What Is It, who was a circus performer, yeah. like a sideshow freak back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And they said, he's buried in Boundbrook in the pubic oh. ground <laughs> instead of public ground. Said, that's, 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 that's rough. That's a rough. That guy already had a tough time in yeah. life. And now yeah. we, got him, we got us saying he's buried in the pubic ground. That's... That's rough, but anyway, that's another story for another day. That's that's yeah. Everyone makes mistakes. I mean, you can go on our website, any website, and find misspellings of like common words. One that drives me crazy is "its." You know, when somebody says uh, "poor republic" is absolutely that's wrong. It's you know when you uh, possess of "its" and they put the hyphen "it" apostrophe "s." Okay, spelled whatever you're using. If you don't know the difference between ITS and IT apostrophe S, maybe you shouldn't be writing or in the edited messages or, or whatever. Like, come on. I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you, as always, for being on the show, for gracing us with your presence, and even more importantly than that, for, for having me. all the work you've poured in that gives us all a pathway to literally know where to go and who to talk to and what to eat and what to see if we want to take pride in this state that we are conditioned to not be proud of. You've uh, you've done your part in a big way and I can't thank you enough. So do a real, a real quick, uh, so the book is available on Amazon, of course, and at, at bookstores, finer bookstores everywhere, hopefully Thunder Road Books and other bookstores along the shore. And my next, just to give people an idea of what I'm working on, I'm doing um, the ultimate deep dive uh, into Long Beach Island. You know, it's, it's, it's a special place. There's really no place yeah. in New Jersey, maybe even the country quite like it. You know, 18 miles. It's like this world of its own. So I'm going to do the, this long, like 3,000 word piece history. You know, I bought some books uh, on LBI from Amazon. I'm going to read them probably later today. Uh, and I'm going to walk from one end to the other, Barnegat Light down to Holgate and interview people along the way. Oh. Uh, you know, the people who live there, work there, whatever, old timers, newcomers, and just get a sense again why this place is so special. So that's in the next week or two, I'm going to do that walk and, and interview folks. And uh, well, that's the type of thing that's going to make the listeners of this particular podcast lose their minds. <laughs> yeah. So we're all waiting in giddy anticipation for sure. Yeah, anybody has any LVI, you know, info and wants to send to me, feel free. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a sort of, and they're always looking for, uh, you know, reporters to sort of get out of their comfort zone. You know, 90% of what I do is food. So this really has nothing to do with food. Uh, and they always pushing us to do, you know, big, pro at least like one big project a year, you know, that, uh, Best thing about every New Jersey town uh, two three years ago was oh, yeah that was a that was a beast that was like probably the most epic thing I've done uh, it was, but uh, and I still remember some of the comments on your when we were you did a separate <laughs> podcast on it I remember some of the comments oh, yeah. which are pretty funny we just flipped yeah, out no we it's great it. it's better than getting no reaction at all oh. you know you always yeah it's really opinion pieces you want that reaction even if it's misguided oh yeah. Which ours admittedly <laughs> often are. Usually, I would say usually are. Usually are. 
Um, you're the best. Thanks so much for coming by. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce, Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Kopp, and Mike D. New Jersey is the World is produced and edited by Carson Kopp, Mike D, and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the World and on Instagram at New Jersey is the World. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the World at 973-780-4660 in regards to anything show or New Jersey related. Please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the World on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to Patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the World. We have merch, which you can find at BelowTheCollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World, where New Jersey is the World.